all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Good morning and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family, and I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Well, it is always a great debate and and one that some people have very strong opinions and get very emotional about. So the question, are men and women born radically different or is it our environment that shapes us as to who we become? Are men from Mars and women from Venus? I think many have heard that old book that discusses that. But today we'll continue with our topic of National Women's History Month and take a look at this age-old question. There's so much controversy going on right now. Um, It seems like there's always a new topic. But we'll look at this question and talk a little about biologic differences, discuss how men and women are different, but maybe how they may be more alike than we originally thought. So, good morning, Michelle. Good to have you with us. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to everyone listening and to you. And we had an eventful weekend, didn't we? We we did. (laughs) I can't see you over the... um, uh, the, the screen very well, but, but uh, we're looking over it. But we sure did. I just want to um, get start the show off with your opinion on the slap heard around the world, as we call it. Um, not to take uh, with Will you know, Smith overshadow at the Oscars his win, right. um, but it was it did happen, right? And it's like the elephant in the room, you know. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it, but no one wants it. We have to talk about it. What do you feel? Do you feel it was right, number one? And what could he have done differently? Yeah, yeah. I think we we all have opinions about that. Everybody has. One. I think everybody does. You know, last week it was Leah Thomas, exactly, and, and we will talk about that the, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, the transgender athlete, and so we can we can talk about both of those. Uh, topics. If you want to call in and give a thought or an opinion on on either one of those, because it certainly mm-hmm. does pertain to what we're talking about in general. Right. That you know, would would a woman get up at the Oscars if, say, her husband was insulted and do something like that? Perhaps I would. I would like to hear from others, um, and. Um, would or would a woman perhaps sit and cry or would she get up during her acceptance speech and and then talk about the issue? 
I just there were many other things possibly to do. And was that a manly thing to do mm. or was it inappropriate and a poor example on national television? Because people were saying uh, so many, uh, again, opinions, but some people say, right, he could have waited till his acceptance speech. Some people even said that he got up and uh, interrupted his monologue. That was OK. He could have grabbed the mic at that point and just said, Chris, I don't think that was appropriate. I think I think you need to uh, apologize to my wife right now. See, so they said the slap is the part I believe most people are having issues with, the actual physical assault, yeah. uh, hitting someone. Yeah. My point yesterday on Now You're Talking was we are examples for our younger generation and people look up to Will. We, a lot of adults look up to Will Smith. So imagine the kindergarten or the second grader that goes to school on Monday because he saw this on the internet, saw it live or whatever. Everyone's talking about it in his home and someone he has a disagreement with in school on Tuesday, on Monday, he walks across the second grade classroom and slaps him. Mm -hmm. because he said something he didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be mindful that people are watching us. They're watching our every move. And so it's okay to just hit people that say things that you don't like. Yeah. Mm. Good question. Uh Okay. Let's see what our uh, listeners are saying. Yeah. (laughs) Brother Daniel is calling (laughs) in from the Gulf Coast. We love Brother Daniel. Hi, Brother Daniel. What's going on, my ladies? The queens of Mississippi. Queens of Mississippi. God bless the Queens. We love y'all. Keep Mississippi right. Thank you. But let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, as a daddy, as a brother, as an African-American man, as an American, Will, Mr. Hollywood, he know he was wrong. He needed to have slapped the ones that were making love to his wife when they were married. You don't hit a man that didn't mean. You see, Kristen, you know, Chris wasn't even thinking about her hair falling out disease. He was just thinking, hey, you know, just like uh, Disney Moore and, uh, you know, G.I. Jane, you know, he was looking at it that way. He wasn't in a disrespect. But, you know, this was a great day yesterday, great night. A lot of our ethnic brothers and sisters, I say it like that, our mm-hmm. ethnic came out and and Oscars were won and and new history was made just like when we had the Godfather our Italian brothers and sisters right Godfather came out it made such a difference but here every time as a as a, I'm gonna tell you as a black man as an African American man every time we roll up and do something correct. I hate to say it's always one they're going to pull you in, in the light in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it's all over the nation. It's not just here in America. We're, we're hearing this all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know? And I want to thank a lot of my European-American brothers and sisters that voiced their opinions about it and say, hey, this is not the time or the place. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, a, we see a lot of that mess. We see a lot of them things happen. But... What we used to do was, look, man, after the show, I'll meet you out in the back. I don't what happened to that? Now we all up in the front, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it is where it is bothersome that nobody has seems to have stops 
anywhere. I mean, you know, people go up in churches and act inappropriately and do terrible things, um, which has always been somewhat hallowed ground. Um, You know, go up and and shoot and burn down churches. Um, People um, who, because they have differing opinions about something, so, so I agree with you, Brother Daniel. It's a, it's a shame that you have so much wonderful, beautiful things going on mm-hmm. in, in a time when, when our brothers are being honored and then to take it away mm-hmm. uh, by, by an act of impulsivity. And so I'm going to say one word about this um, and and then I I won't give another opinion um, until later, um, but I but I, I will say that it seems to me that civility is mm. is leaving us mm. in our legislature, mm. um, in our workplace, even in like I said our city councils, um, and you know we have people yelling and screaming at each other, walking out on meetings instead of learning how to have a reasonable discussion, a reasonable intelligent discussion and uh, it seems to me people are n- are not engaging their brains anymore they're just being they're impulsive and being reactive yeah. mm-hmm. and we have got to all of us I, i'm not just saying it's men i will say that we probably have more male examples but but we all need to learn how to engage in what we would call a debate. You know, I I grew up in the days where we had debate teams, and you learned how to debate both sides of the topic. And there were a couple of times when I had to debate for something that I really did not believe in. Mm. But I was able to come up with arguments that made sense. And one time I won a debate tournament about something that I didn't even believe in, wow. which was interesting. And But that is, we learned how to engage and look at both sides of all issues, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, um, an, an opinion about Russia or an opinion about Will Smith, that we all learn how to engage and try to make ourselves think both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So, Brother Daniel, thank you so much for starting us off. I want to go to our next caller before we go to our break. Uh, Stephen in Boonville's called in. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for calling. Uh, good morning. Um, I, uh, when I saw that incident, I, I immediately tried to conclude uh, where I would stand on both sides. I'm not going to justify Will Smith's actions at all. They were on the violent side. But go back to the source of it. I, I am a writer, and I have studied comedy writing as part of that. Mm. And there are rules to follow. There are mm. lines you do not cross. And and too often we're hearing uh, comedy talents such as Chris and, and some others who try to push the limits, and they find out there are consequences the hard way. You don't offend someone's health conditions. You don't offend their religion. You don't offend their political views. And there are lines that even comedians know they're not supposed to cross. 
and he crossed that line and he paid a price for it. Right. Yeah, Stephen, I think I think you're right. And I do think that that is exactly what's been happening, not just with comedians, but with with other individuals. We used to have those lines where you would inhibit, you would you would step back and and perhaps like Brother Daniel said at the beginning, if you really had a problem with somebody and you needed to address it, you would go off and address it not on. You know, worldwide television, or but not in public. Um, you know, you would you would give someone a call and say, "Hey, man, you were over the line," and and to then let's talk about this. You owe me, my wife, or my child an apology, because if if ever there is an area in which individuals tend to have that fight or flight, that horrible reaction where you can't engage your brain. It's typically about it's going to be surrounding someone you love. And if you think about it, Will Smith actually really loved his wife, said she was his best friend, but he also had some sensitivities around all of that, too. So about self-control. Yeah. He needs to exercise self-control. Yep. But you know, if you if you want to flame something up, what do you do? You poke a stick in that fire, right? You poke a stick yeah. at it, and so I think, like you said, um, blame on both sides because Chris Rock was, um, you know, clearly poking the flame. Hey, Steve, I have uh, I have a comment. To your comment, and I'm asking you this too. You said you were into the writing, the comedy writing, and we know a comedian very uh, well here at MPB. I know that, especially on the Oscars stage, um, and when you write, it's not just you writing. Some people write for you. Some people, uh, you you actually disseminate that information. You may even tell somebody what you're going to say before you say it. To me, there was no one that stopped him before he said that joke live and said, I don't think that may, that shouldn't work. There's no one that knew that she had alopecia because she actually publicly went well on, on a public stage and talked about Mm-hmm. Her uh, on her red ta- talk table, red table mm-hmm. talk. She talked uh, about people how, did know about exactly it. Yeah. well her, the troubles she was having with dealing with it. Yeah. So no one in his circle stopped him. You yeah. know, up until that point to say, "Hey, Chris, I don't know about that one." You know. Yeah. So that's my point. Not to say he um, deserved to be hit physically hit, but there should have been some type of checks and balances somewhere along the line before he, he said it live. Oh, how many times have we said that? There have been several other issues. I mean, True. look at the Super Bowl. Oh I my mean, God. <laughs> lots of them. Did lots you check her outfit? Did you recheck her outfit? Anything? <laughs> anyway. Okay, Stephen. Well, well, thanks for that. And um we would love to hear from those of you who who want to air an opinion or maybe have a question about any of these areas that we were talking. Um, men and women, how different are they? Would a woman have reacted differently? Do you have a thought about the transgender athletic issue? Uh, give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about some of the similarities and differences in women. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress with a Mindful Minute. Children grow up so fast, before you know it, they'll be starting kindergarten. A good way to watch for school readiness is to mark developmental milestones like talking in sentences, counting, writing, and playing well with others. Positive adult-child relationships are key to helping children meet these milestones. You already have the tools you need. Talking, singing, and reading are fun ways to help children learn and thrive. One way to celebrate these special moments is to use a milestone checklist. Healthcare providers are also a great resource to help make sure your child's on the mark and ready for the next step. Examples of developmental milestones, fun family activities, and additional resources can be found at MississippiThrive.com. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and I'm here with Michelle McAdoo. Today we're talking about differences in men and women. How different are we? Well, I think everybody knows that there are some some sexual differences and some hormonal differences. Um, no doubt about it. And actually, believe it or not, there has been some research done looking at um, strength differences, looking at brain differences. And I thought it'd be interesting for all of you to to hear some of that. And as we're moving along, I'd really like for you to give us a call and give your opinions, ask any questions about a couple of things um, uh, that I'm going to throw out there right now. Do you believe, how much do you believe is environment in the divide between men and women and the way we are raised and the toys we are given from the very beginning and the exposures that we are given from the very beginning versus how much of it is the truly biologic and hormonally driven, for example, differences that we have. So jump in the conversation anytime you're ready. Um, but my thought, you know, as as far as if you if you think about what you got when you were a young child for Christmas, for example, or for your birthday, if you were a little girl, odds are that you got a doll, you got a stuffed animal, you got the Barbies to play with, you got a stroller, you got a kitchen, a play kitchen, right? If you were a boy, what did you get? You typically would get what? Lincoln Logs, if you were Tonka really toy old. Trucks, Tonka toy fire trucks, trucks yeah. drums. And that's what that's what I want to talk to. I want our listeners to call us and let's have a good debate and discussion, like you said, a, a positive debate on do you think it's okay just to give girls, quote-unquote, the typical girl toys? And boy, does a boy need a not Barbie so doll? Much, not so much is it okay, but do we do that subconsciously? Subconsciously, right. And then if we are doing that, then 
are we sort of presetting the area of the brain? The gender differences. The, ge- the gender uh, differences. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, you know, you've heard me say um, in brain development, as you're setting down patterns, that's why early child is so incredibly important. As you're setting down um, the pathways in your brain and you're connecting those nerve endings, if you are mostly using the sensitivity centers, are you going to make those areas a little bit bigger? If you are mostly using those analytical centers where your visual perceptual skills and building skills are being used, are you going to make those pathways bigger, stronger, better? The likelihood is yes. And I, I think that brain scientists are finding that environment plays such a huge, incredible role. You talked about dolls and, and games and trucks and things like that. Some people feel if you give a boy a doll, a Barbie doll, any type of gifts like those or toys, that they, again, you said more sensitive, but you know, some people say, well, will he be um, gay? Let's just say that. I'm just going to say it. Will my son end up being gay if I give him a doll to play with versus a truck? That's a question a lot of people feel um, that could happen. Could my daughter, if, you know, I want my daughter to, well, you want your daughter to be a scientist, you give her science sets and things like that. So no longer is it where if my son plays with dolls, if he plays with kitchens and things like that, then I don't want him to be that type of man. We we need to get out of that so, notion. So, yeah, you know? why not? Why wouldn't you want your son to learn how to be nurturing chef. and loving? Or, or a, a good chef. chef. A good chef. Yeah. Can you make someone, um, I think we can just lay that on the line. Is that what makes people gay? Of course exactly, not. Exactly. Of, of course, course not. not. And so I think that what we have to just use as we're thinking through some of this, we really need to engage our own brains uh, before we say or think something like that. Because we pass it on to our children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liz, Gil, so, our MPB coworker, has a comment. Oh, good. I hey, do. Liz. You know, we were talking about gifts for people and stereotypical gifts or not. Well, you know, first it helps to know the person you're giving the gift to. If this person is a dyed-in-the-wool train enthusiast or, you know, they really want those uh, selection of Barbie shoes, what they want. But when I try to give gifts because I had... I had both sexes at my house. And so whenever I try to give a gift and I know the family has girls and boys, I try to get something everybody would like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is so hard, Mm -hmm. like a play tent. You see Mm -hmm. it, you know, you want to get a play tent. Well, it's either extremely generated towards boys or it's extremely generated towards girls. It's either pink or blue. Yeah, it's either pink or (laughs) blue. uh I... I had gotten a, a, a specifically a tent for my niece, and I had to search and search until I found one that just looked like a tent. That sort had of like, gendered had, or neutral. Well, had, yeah. You know, grass around yeah. it and flowers and animals. And, yeah. you know, so it, it was gender neutral. And yeah. I think that's a wonderful 
way to look at giving a gift. Mm, gender neutral gifts. Yeah. They need to, uh, toy makers and people that are manufacturers need to start making more gender neutral yeah. items instead of, like you said, pink is for girls, blue is for boys, toys, uh, trucks are for boys, dolls are for girls. Yeah, I mean, interesting. Along those, yeah, along those same lines, I'll say that, you know, one, one thing that I've started doing and um, Legos have... Um, I think are wonderful for visual perceptual building skills or whatever. We don't have to advertise just for Lego, but for other block building skill sets. And um, and Lego originally was pretty gender neutral, but as we've moved along, if you go shop, especially for some of the advanced sets, they'll have um, Lego sets that are pink and purple, mm-hmm. and then, you know, which are typically looked at as as girl colors, right? And then the Lego sets um, with the boys. Now, my daughter loves blue. Her favorite color has always been blue, yeah. and it's interesting. You know, again, a girl may just because she's a girl, and she could be a girly girl and hate pink. You yeah. know, it's okay to not like pink or yeah. not like all those frilly ruffles as a uh, female. You know, yeah. and that's what we're talking about today: the differences between men and women. Are they are we really different? Are they real? We have a caller. some are real. I know. All right, Janice. From Jackson. Hi, Janice. Thanks for calling. Hey. Hey, hey Dr. Butchers. I was, um, I read a piece in the New York Times today about the uh, Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith incident. Uh-huh. And, um, and it's something that I hadn't thought of before, but the, the writer, the editorial writer, was talking about how Will Smith's actions Well, I guess you could say Chris Rock's, too, but the whole incident really overshadowed Venus and Serena Williams, and that was supposed to be uh, a moment of celebration for them. Mm. And and this incident just completely overshadowed that. Uh, You know, they were talking about one. I don't know which one, because I didn't watch it. But uh, he said... Like one of the sisters just put her hand over her face mm-hmm. during the time that, you know, the attention and the celebration was going to be as much about them as it was the movie. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I don't know, I just thought I would add that to the conversation. I thought it was a good point. It's a very good point, Janice, and and it's the truth. How many people out there have even heard that it was supposed to be a celebration? If you didn't watch the whole um, award ceremony, how how would you have even known? Because there's nothing that's been said about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about the other on every um, national show, news show, everything. So I, I think it's feel yeah. Bad for them. yeah yeah and their, their journey has not been without its uh, ups and downs and you know they they worked so hard both of them for what they achieved and it just you know it instead of being a moment when you could celebrate them it turned out to be a spat between two men mm-hmm. which 
which um, just overtook everything. And so thank you for highlighting their names because they, not that they're not famous, and I know everybody out there is probably going, oh, gosh, they have plenty of money and they're just fine. But but it was to honor them. And, you know, the, those other two men have plenty of money and plenty of honor also. So it, it's just a shame it overtook. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had. I appreciate it. Thanks, Janice. Thanks for calling. Okay. I really would love to hear from from you, too, about the the stereotypical behaviors that we expect and the stereotypical toys that we give. And how is it bad? No, it's not terrible but i think there are some some things we need to think about as we are trying to make sure that all of us are well-rounded all of us are sensitive and all of us are strong talking about the differences in men and women give us a call join the conversation one eight seven seven mpb ring that's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org this is Relatively Speaking. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Parents are a child's first teacher. Children make connections to the growing world around them through back and forth interactions. Parents and other caregivers can help children learn communication and social emotional skills by talking, reading, and singing each day. More information at MississippiThrive.com. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for being with us today. Love having you as listeners and love talking about these topics. So today we're talking about differences in men and women and how different are they. Um, I'm going to talk to you about a couple of um, now scientific studies and um, surveys. And so maybe I'll start with the uh, American Psychologist uh, journal. And there was a meta-analysis of public opinion polls done. Meta-analysis means that they looked at all of these and analyzed them all together and sort of looked at the different trends of public opinions. So this particular meta-analysis was of over 30,000 people. And the surveys, the public opinions, were conducted between 1946 and 2018. So they looked at it across a long span. And they focused on three main traits. Communion, that means sensitivity and compassion, competence, and that was intelligence and creativity, okay, and then agency, ambition, and aggression. Those were the two. So there are three main components. And the participants were asked to determine which of the traits were truer for a man or a woman, or if they were equally attributable to 
both genders. So they they could do uh, one, the other, or both. So in 1946, only 35% of respondents believed that both genders were equally intelligent. Isn't that interesting? Back in the the 40s. Okay. So fast forward to 2018, 86% believe that women and men were equally equally intelligent, with uh, men being more often thought as being more intelligent. I find that interesting that even in 2018, the thought was that men are more intelligent. Now, who did they poll? Did they say? People across the nation. There were several different polls. Mm. And so um, they they also uh, looked at the the difference in um, agency. Uh, So that, remember, agency was the ambition and aggression. Right. And that has improved over the years. Um, women have been, you know, moved further up in agency, but not very far. Let me ask you a question about that. Yeah. Um, we talked about nature nurture at the beginning of the show. Um, you posed the question, is it nature or is it nurture? Um, do we act more one way or the other because of our environment, um, social upbringing, or innately? Now, you talk about aggression and um, being polite and things like that is that a nature thing meaning women were taught to be submissive quiet um um professional things like that whereas men in mass of society are thought to be the protectors uh, if you look at the pictures of cavemen you know the cavemen are the men are out there with the spears and things and getting the food and bringing it back home you know, they're the strong one, quote unquote. So yeah. is it a perception of the world that men should be the uh, the aggressors and women should not? Perhaps somewhat. It, remember, it's nature and nurture. We've talked about this a whole lot. Environment seems to count more than what you're born with, the genetics of it all. But... Also, remember that in men, um, there is t- t- testosterone. And what does that do for a man that does, it doesn't do for oil? We have, do we, women have testosterone a little bit? Uh, small amounts, and men have larger amounts. And so um, it, testosterone is, is one of those hormones that helps with muscle building, um, hair growth, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have testosterone, you're not going to have the facial hair growth like uh, you do. You're not going to have the size of muscle. Estrogen um, in women um, helps with fat pad and fat building and breast development. And so um, to, to keep in mind that women and men, yeah, they're, they're built differently. Women in general are smaller. Um, women in general have more fat, but um, we have to think about um, where we are with all of, of that. And, you know, if you, for example, there was a study done, and I can get more into that, that looked at um, analyzing men and women's ability to bench press, um, to 
um, and and to um, do do lifts, do weightlifting skill sets. And what they found, there was not very much difference between men and women if they were of the same size, height-wise, the same weight. Um, there was still a difference, but a much smaller difference. And women weightlifters are now continuing to break um, national records. But the the world record in men weightlifting for squats and bench have not changed significantly over the years. Mm. Women now. Is it because women are learning how to better body build, perhaps? More women are getting into it, perhaps. Um, but, you know, I can, it would be um, very, very difficult for a woman of 5'3 and 120 pounds to be able to weight lift the same amount. Um, with um, to a man unless she was highly trained, you know, who was six foot and 200 pounds. Before we so. go to our college, I want to say what Jay said uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, well, if men and women are equal, and if we're going to say that, then we shouldn't have WNBA. We should have just the NBA and everybody plays together. We shouldn't have separate sports if everything is equal then it should be equal and that's a point well it's a point except Mm -hmm. for size because in general men in general so if you do that then you need to have it um separated by category and not category gender i'm not in favor of that i'll just say but anyway like they do in um um, um, heavyweight boxing. Mm-hmm. You see, it's mm-hmm. not all men they are not categorized in the same category. Medium weight, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to our first caller. What, Bird? Uh, Brad. Brad, Brad in Bay St. Louis. Hi, Brad. Hey, how you ladies doing? Great. Tell us what your well, thoughts are. <laughs> man, my brain is a soup of thoughts right now. Uh, <laughs> gee whiz. We started talking about Will Smith, and now we're talking about all kinds of things, but, you know, in regards to Will Smith, uh, you know, as a man, as someone that loves his wife, uh, I definitely probably would have taken it outside, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and hey, and I'm recovering NPR, uh, employee, by the way. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that. And, um, uh, but you know, uh, that's not the form and do it on. And I don't think it's, uh, you know, I understand that it's, you know, it was the most public forum that you could have done it on. Right. You know, there's other avenues that you could do that with, especially when you have the means that these people have. You know, think about it. These people have the means to communicate on any level they want to. Oh, absolutely. He could have gone on any network, right? Yeah. they, 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 they could have had an hour long special <laughs> on this. Exactly. You know, they, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing that aggravates me is because we have all these young folks around here and they're going to be emulating this mm-hmm. behavior mm-hmm. for years. And, you know, I used to like Will Smith the other day, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, you know, he, he, he was born, uh, West Philadelphia, you know, born and raised. Yeah. Uh, you know, they went to, you know, Bel Air or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I mean, you know, it, it, it's just it's just aggravating that 
you know, we have to see this thing on, on TV, especially when we're trying to come together as a nation, uh, you know, like we are. Uh, well, most of us are. <laughs> and um, yeah. we see this sort of thing. And I can only... I can only hope that uh, people see this as a bad thing, um, not as a appropriate thing. And I know that women uh, especially will see this as a lot of women will as a uh, as a flag, you know, as to what does this man actually do at the house? Mm-hmm. You know, if he'll do that at the if he'll do that at the Oscars. What will he do at the house? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's my main concern. Yeah. You know, much love to Jada. Uh, I think she's great. Um, I'm just saying, you know, what really goes on? And and that's the question that I, I guess I'm kind of posing. Uh, but in regards to the other questions, uh, as far as, uh, you know, women and men's sports, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think pound for pound uh, pretty much squares it up. Yeah, a lot of it does. Not a hundred percent, but then again, it's there's some. Like I said, there's the testosterone advantage too that makes it easier to build muscle. Um, so, but uh, testosterone but, makes you angry sometimes. Yeah, it does, and that's <laughs> a not, you're right. It does. It does. I it, promise you. Well, it can. And if you look at boys, um, when they go through their teen years and have that huge jump, and often you'll say this sweet, you'll see that this sweet little docile kiddo, I know one of my sons did that for sure, was was so kind and sweet and, and never raised his voice. And then he went through puberty and it was like he got into his first fight at 13 and it's like what was that about and because we didn't hit anybody at home nobody hit anybody we didn't spank and it was like right. whoa and i think it was all that testosterone surge i really do <laughs> well it was like my first fight when i i really wanted this fellow that was a kind of a school bully and uh you know the principal and my parents gave me a pat on the back for sending the hospital you know mm-hmm. it's it, it's like a you know it is a gender uh, gender uh, yeah. thing yeah you know what i mean oh yeah i'll it tell is. you yeah brad they they probably would have taken that girl if she had done that to therapy because they would have been worried about yeah. what what in the world was wrong with her not that we're advocating right. to put anybody in the hospital by the way um even I mean, a, even a boy was- yeah I mean, I was literally picked on for weeks before mm-hmm. this happened, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I just just out of sure, I can't take it anymore. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Situation, and this is when I was a young child. So, yeah, you know, I'm way past <laughs> that. You know, way, I'm way old now. But way I'm old. Saying, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about my youth, and yeah. and I'm thinking also about Will Smith and people like that. I mean. Who do you vent your rage on? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody or anybody? I, I guess that's the line. I, right. I, I don't know. I don't know what the line is, and I don't think anyone does at this point. Right. But I think, like you said, we we have, I think, mostly society in general has crossed that line, and we need to, as one of my neighbors has in her yard, let's get back to kindness. 
treat people with kindness. Well, you, you talk about bullies. I mean, the biggest bully right now to me is is Russia. You know, yeah. you talk about bullying, yeah. you know, and taking over something and things like that. It's like the way of this world. If you want something, I'm just going to take, take it. it. If I want to do something, I'm just going to do it. And you talked at the beginning of the show about lines being crossed in uh, society and um, how the lines have been constantly pushed and pushed and pushed. And who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Brad, thanks so much for calling us and come back to NPR. Um, We're. Oh, I I, I love this. Reminder, (laughs) Russia's only 121 million, guys. That's all I'll say. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brad. Um, we're, Chico's been patiently waiting in Oxford. Hi, Chico. Hey, good morning, y'all. I heard something about a pole. I couldn't hear it clearly because there were men driving by at a high rate of speed. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard men, men driving about, by. <laughs> yeah. I heard something about a pole that some people think men are smarter than women. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a general poll with equal genders, and um, that even in twenty eighteen, eighty six percent of individuals rated, um, if you had to say it, women were smarter than men. I mean, men well, were I'm smart to, men. Yeah, I'm here to correct the record. <laughs> women are smarter; they have more intelligence, and they can run the world better than men. Period. If, if if women were running the world, everything would not be as screwed up as it is. You know, Vladimir Putin would be somewhere Putin. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, don't don't get me started. I, I just I just think everyone should go to YouTube and listen to the Grateful Dead song. Women are smarter, and then their day will be better. Oh, Chico, thank you for that. You know, you know, my husband has said that he he said um, more than once we need more women in office, and um, so I I wonder. I know women aren't perfect either, and women do dumb things and impulsive things also. But what I I do think um, that sometimes our society raises men to be a bit impulsive and let them know it's okay to 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 be forceful and bossy and and mean at times and you know i'm just gonna say it i hope it's okay to say it on radio but you know so often um men will be uh said to be assertive and women um if women exhibit the same behavior it's aggressive or even bitchy. Pardon me for the language, but it's just the way it is sometimes. And so I think I appreciate that that comment, Chico. I think we need a balance of men and women in our world. I think it's best for the world, best for our kids um, to have talents on both sides. So... Okay, we have Brother Daniel, who's called back. He must have something profound to say, Brother Daniel. Yes, I do. Can you hear me? We can. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me do it quickly. Okay. Um, as far as uh, uh, what's happening in Florida with Brother, uh, yeah, I have to call him Brother, because we all are brothers. You know, whether we good or bad, we brothers. Okay. You know, we go through times. And I... I, I as a Democrat and a Republican, I, I wish it wasn't always about party. Uh, 
but I agree as far as the parents need to, 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 to step up and to teach their children about the things that are going on. It shouldn't be the media telling them, it's all right, you can be a woman or a man, whatever you want to be. That's not how the circle of life works. I have a lot of friends that are gay, yes, people I love, and they tell me a lot of people have stepped over the bounds because when I was young, in boarding school at the age of 11, 12, I was almost raped by a couple of fellas because they thought it was okay because I looked at more, I looked, I was a pretty boy, you know, mm. but mm -hmm. I didn't believe in that, you know, but it, that did change a lot of the friends that I talked to when that happened to them and they became more, like they said, I, that's what made me turn to being a transgender because I was raped back in the day. Mm -hmm. But they told me we are stepping too far over the bounds. That's why you say I won't join the AB, LBG community, nothing against them. But as a, as a gay man, this is my lifestyle. I'm not going to push this on people that do not believe something I believe. That's on that end. But on the other end is when we talk about the, our women, and men, yes, it was set up for women to have the, the wisdom and men to have the strength. And by cleaving to one another, Lord have mercy, that's what makes the power. Because there's no better person than a mother for the children, and there's no better person than a father. But when the men start being unbalanced and not becoming the fathers that they are supposed to be or weren't taught, everything went unbalanced hmm. you see so that's why it's happening and then now as far as all this hatred going on, i want to thank ukraine for teaching us what it is about love they didn't want to fight russia they were trying to be i saw the old lady go in front of a tank she didn't have no guns in her hand she went in front of the tank and said please don't destroy my area they tried to be love they were showing mm -hmm. love and this is what the world needs yeah, Brother Daniel, uh, our time is up. But you know what? You're saying you're, you have some good messages there. I think, though, a couple of things that you said, we need to have a sh whole show on about uh, gender differences. And we will. We will. So if you would like to hear this show again or any of our past episodes, you can listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Just search Southern Remedy Relatively Speaking. This show is a production of MPB Think Radio, engineered by Michelle McAdoo. Our call screener today was Java Chapman. Thank you, Java. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, Relatively Speaking, and stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.